Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, live from ESPN Studios in New York City. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn here with you. Really? For the next couple of days. What up, Hani? What's going on, boys? How you been, brother? I'm good. Getting up early is a little bit of an adjustment, but that's all right. It's good to see you guys. Thanks. Thank you for uh, filling in for Max today and joining us here on the show this morning. Thank you and for getting up because uh, I know you certainly have better things to do, especially this afternoon with Bart. So yes. I appreciate the fact that you was willing to rise above the sun. As I said uh, this morning on Instagram, I, there's only a few people in the world I would do this for. Two of them are here with me. So. Lies, 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 no, lies, lies. that is absolutely true. Lies, oh, by the way, lies, lies, and more lies. Looking out the window at the Brooklyn Bridge, Steph Curry just hit another three, Jay. From the Brooklyn Bridge? I mean, wherever. Yeah, he, he hit it from everywhere at Barclays yesterday. It was quite a performance. I know he's, he's, he's the greatest shooter of all time, but can, I, can we go another level with this? He, he warrants more attention than any player in NBA history. Like, and that's considering Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. As soon as he crosses half court, if you – I was at the game last night getting a chance to see like, – you have to pay attention to where he is mm-hmm. all the time because his range can ex- – I mean, he made two shots in the first quarter that were from the logo. They're essentially from the logo. From the Barclays Center logo. The exactly. blue logo in the – I mean, that's <laughs> – Ridiculous. And it's just like that, that kind of attention that warrants every ball screen. It, you see why the playbook is so open with him because everybody else with a high basketball IQ, like if you're on that team, you do a simple backdoor cut, you're going to be wide open because everybody's focused their eyes on Steph Curry. He won the MVP vote last night. I mean, there's a, there's a distant gap between him and Kevin Durant right now. And you heard the chance last night. Yes, he is the vi- he's on the visiting team, but the MVP chance with Kevin Durant on the same court were loud as the Warriors win 117-99 over the Nets. And this is Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. As Jay said, there's just something a little special about Steph Curry. His head coach, Steve Kerr, certainly notices it. Steph is... Uh... There's never been anybody like him. So he's an offense um, just by himself. He's an offense because he he's going to pull defenders with him 35 feet from the hoop. And then it's a matter of putting smart people around him like Draymond, like Andre, um, and, and, you know, many others who are going to you know, take that defensive attention that Steph gets and then play make uh, behind the play. That's the beauty of having him, though, Han, is, is like the coach just said, though, when you you are pulling people from underneath that basket to run out there, even though they don't have a shot in hell, even if he pulls the trigger, you have athletic people, long people around him that can do the back cuts, get underneath the basket. I was watching Draymond last night, or even Draymond the last several games. He looked like a different – like he's young again to me. Like, you know what I'm saying, being able to get underneath. And if he decides to dish it, it's such an easy, smooth transition for that. I'm like – Okay, they they might be the best team out west. They might be, you know, still early, but you know how that goes. <laughs> Not easy for you to say. I was actually going to go there. That was all straight talk, by the way, straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Jay, you, you, I don't think you were ready yet to say there was a changing of the guard or maybe a, a return uh, to really the favorite in the west, but have the Warriors convinced you that maybe they are that team to yeah, the, in the west? Yeah, they're the team to beat right now, especially – you know, you see a lot of those numbers skewed defensively about them being the best defensive team in the league. and But I saw it translate last night. I saw Andrew Wiggins 
guard James Harden down the stretch and really stay on James Harden's left hand the entire time and make him look like a less human being, like a less basketball player. I saw Draymond Green guard Kevin Durant, and when they try to pinpoint switches, when they try to get Stephen Curry on Kevin Durant, I see Draymond say, we're not going to switch. I'm staying here on this matchup. It's the coaching of Steve Kerr that has an advantage over Steve Nash. It's the defensive playing of that. And I'll tell you this, as a guard, and I, you, you weren't really a big, though, right? You were more of a no, kind a of wing. Tweener. A yeah. tweener, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, three, four. You know sometimes as guards, as a point guard, and every guard will probably think about this. You look at some of your bigs sometimes, and you're like, man, look, I'm going to need you to be a little bit more attentive, bro. <laughs> like, I'm going to need you to listen to the plays. I'm going to need you to know what the plays are. So think about this advantage that Steph has. All the, a lot of stuff that he does involves continuity and, and ball screens. So you're always forcing that big to communicate to the guard where that screen is coming from. But a lot of times they slip screens, which means they don't even set the screen. Draymond just rolls to the bucket. So it constantly puts the defense on their heels. And when the bigs are the ones having to communicate that, that plays right into the hands of Stephen Curry. When they get Clay back, that's going to be a problem. Well, that, and, of course, that's the next thing is we're waiting to see when Clay Thompson will be back. And, Key, what – I mean, can – can Clay's addition to this team turn it into a championship team, like a team that you would say, like if when he comes back and if he looks right, which we know it's been two years, mm-hmm. it's it's the, the Achilles on one side, it's the it's the ACL on the other, so it, it's hard to expect he's just going to drop in and be himself again. It might take time, but just adding him to what you already see, a team that has obviously Curry and Draymond, but has a a bunch of young guys who have really come a long way. Are they that it team, not just in the West, but maybe in the league? I think they could potentially be. From everything that I'm hearing from people close to to Clay, really close to Clay, is that he's uh, he's itching to get back. Um, his ability to still shoot is still there. He's able to run the floor. He's able to do certain things in terms of transition or or uh, sideline to sideline. Um, the defensive side of it is going to be the question mark because really the only thing that he's going through right now are drills mm-hmm. from a defense. He's not really up on people right. doing defensive things. So until because he's a you know he's a, a three and D guy. That's that's part of his bread and butter. But he can always shoot. That ain't gonna never go away, right? He can it doesn't always, age. It doesn't age. He can always do that. But what made him as special as he was as one of the top players in the league is he can play defense as well. If he can get some of that back along with the offense then this team certainly is going to be a tough out, no matter who's coming out of where. It's going to be a tough out. Steph Curry is going to turn 34 this season, Jay. Mm-hmm. What's the window for the Warriors to get? If, if, if there's one more title to get in his prime, what's the window? I think they got another three, four years. Three, four years? Yeah. yeah I mean, it puts him in almost 38. I mean – 38? He's 34. 34. He's, He's going to be 34. Oh, Draymond's 31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my no, bad, no. my bad. My bad. Yeah, so if you're giving him four years. Can I tell you why? When you go and you play pickup basketball, there's always one dude at that pickup, that Y, that 24-hour fitness, that can just shoot the lights out of the ball. Mm-hmm. You combine that with having handles and how you can keep that thing on the string. It's not like you're asking him you know, to punish and attack the rim all the time. Being, one the, being the greatest shooter of all time allows you to float on the perimeter. And that's, that's a weapon within itself because it draws all the attention in the world. I'm not saying he could play at an MVP caliber level until he's 38. Maybe he can. But 
he'll always warrant that attention as long as they keep their core together, depending upon how Clay comes back. And obviously, and, as the young players continue to develop and, and emerge. But, it, you know, the way Wiggins has looked now versus what he looked like when he first joined the Warriors, mm-hmm. it's two different players. Agreed. See, you, you, you asked a question about how long they can do this. Let's say three to four years, right? And the reason I always point to stuff like that is I follow the money. Because the people yep. in the building know more than we do because they see it every day. Mm-hmm. And they can see, okay, and so when they project it, I'm going to pay this type of money over a long-term period because they're saying to themselves, we got this good for the next three to four years, so we might as well invest in this for the next three to four years. We're not just investing in it this year, so why not give him the long-term extension? Well, this conversation is going to lead us into a lot more things, including, of course, the impact on LeBron James and the Lakers and their future as well in opportunities to win championships. With this team emerging, it does change the conversation. We haven't even talked about the Nets yet and what it also means for them and what we saw last night. But coming up, one of our producers is mad at Key and demands an explanation. It's got, it was heated before the show. So will he get this explanation? You know it's Key. He'll do it if he wants to do it. Well, we'll find out next. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. I'm the smartest guy in the box, so I like that too. Key's Real Rankings. Oh, the smartest guy in the room? Is that what you called yourself? Yes, why not? You know, I'm very uh, arrogant, self-centered. What else? Give me some more. Loud. Whatever you want to call it, Jay. Oh, no, no. He said, give me some more. He said, give me some. How are you going to get mad at me? You said, give Listen. me some more. <laughs> because I'm the, the last one from being loud. I walked into I the building this the morning, tease. down the hall, and I'm hearing some guy yelling at the top of his lungs. Of course. Key. It's he key. called security. I got a little nervous. Security? I was, I got to say, I was, un, I was he said he unsettled. He voice that didn't sound right. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. The well, voice of key. Let's get to your real rankings after week 10 in the NFL I love the fact that a lot of times when we do lists and rankings, it's always like top 10 this and top 10 that. But we're not going 10, are we? No, we're going to go 7 a day. It goes to 5, sometimes 8. It just depends on how I feel. This is a way of putting my own stamp on things. So when I see other people do it, ha-ha, you stole it. See, some other things they steal from us. But this one 
is special. It's my own patent. I will give them to us. Well, I'm take, I'm waiting on them to push the button. Oh, they have to push the button. Let's go. Buttons, please. Give this Buttons. man some sound. Something. Number six. There, six? Well, we, oh, it will be. Oh, come on. Seven. Boo. Want me to do it for you? Ready? Number seven. The number seven, the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots are slowly creeping back into the conversation of winning the division. I always felt like. When they went out and spent money and retooled this thing, I thought it would be Cam Newton's team. Instead, they turned to Mac and Cheese Jones to get things done. He's doing exactly what I envision him to do, which is drive the bus and not wreck it. That's Number okay. Seven. There's nothing wrong with the way that he's playing. He is delivering the football in sync. He is precise at what he's doing. He's not turning the football over at a young, alarming rate. He's actually winning the games for the New England Patriots. And Number six. Number six. There you go. We're getting rolling now. Number six. The Tampa, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are number six. And here's what I here's why. You will say, how could they be in the top six? They've lost two games in a row, and they just lost last week. I'm not worried about them. You cannot tell me that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the lack of having Gronkowski, A.B., a banged-up Godwin, a banged-up Fournette, missing part of the secondary, that this is not still one of the top teams in the National Football League when those guys at the end of the season come back to the party and get ready for the playoffs. And how much of the last two weeks, a little bit of maybe just complacency that, let me just get to January, please. Yeah, but, then, right, but it's, it a, it's a tough out right. playing against the Washington football team. Keep it Number moving. five. The Buffalo Bills. Bill fans, no one circles the wagons quite like the Buffalo Bills. They are in the top five again. This team is slowly but surely, I'm starting to believe in them. Even though they dropped one to the Jacksonville Jaguars, they came into MetLife Stadium last week and opened up a can of you-know-what on the New York Jets. It's not like anybody couldn't do it, but they did it. They showed me. They proved that they can go out there and bounce back from a a devastating loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number four. Number four. The Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are sitting at four at eight and two. I don't believe in that eight and two. But I got to put them in there because it may come out in the end as real. They may be a team that you look up and say, hmm, this team is for real. And Derrick Henry is coming back to the party. Adrian Peterson is giving them enough. He's not giving them the Henry stuff, but giving them enough in terms of we still have a stud running back that in any moment can break it long for you. Number three. The number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. And a lot of people say, man, what the hell wrong with you? You put them in front of the Tennessee Titans. You damn right I did. Because this team has won four straight games, and they look different. I know. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders went through some stuff. They're losing it, blah, 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 blah. It's not about that. It's about the way that they look. Patrick Mahomes threw for five touchdowns. This is the third time in his career that he's thrown for four or more touchdowns against the Raiders. Now, quarterbacks don't just do that. And quarterbacks like this just don't grow on damn trees. So I got them at number three, and they're only going to get better. Number two. Number two, the Green Bay Packers. This is the number two team in the National Football League. And I say this only because the team in front of them, as far as for my money, does some things just a little bit better. Just a little bit better, which is running the football. Number one. Number one. How about them Cowboys? Number one. The Dallas Cowboys. I know, I know, I know. Number one, the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They got a plethora of wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They got two backs. They can run the ball. They got an offensive line that can push the pocket as well, uh, uh, push the defensive line as well as get on their heels and pass protect. They got a defense that's coming to the party. Injuries, though. They, they got a defense that's coming to the party. Mm-hmm. And when you look at it, 
Dan Quinn certainly has upticked the defense from a year ago. They are playing lights-out football. Bounce back after a a miserable, devastating, embarrassing loss to the Denver Broncos, but this is how championship teams are built. You lose to a Bronco team, and then you go and unleash on the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan that were playing good football, 500 football. So that's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, and they're your number one team. You know, um, Pat, Today, Co- Pat Costello, one of our producers, ahead, Pat, please, has ahead, a problem Pat. with this list. What a horrible list. No, the list is fine, but how did you leave the Cardinals <laughs> off without any explanation? You just said you don't believe in the Titans at 8-2, and two, but you put them fourth anyway? Yeah, why you would get... you leave the Cardinals <laughs> Thank off you. the list? And Thank not you, Pat. give us any explanation why. It's completely ridiculous. Well, because well, I'm they... punishing the Arizona Cardinals. They were number I've, one. I've Shocking. had them at... I've had them at number one several times. And every time I put them at one or two, guess what happens? They lose. Okay? But they lost without Kyler Murray and D-Hop, two guys that didn't even play. They lose. And they they took care of business against the San Francisco 49ers with Colt McCoy. (laughs) The 49ers opened up a can on the Los Angeles Rams. Even though Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green – are not in the lineup on a consistent basis now. J.J. Watt isn't there. I cannot envision them in today's market being a top 17 in today's market. Tomorrow's market is different. Today's market, I don't see that. But last week, you had the number one. That was last week's market. But they didn't have Colin Murray or D. Hopper or A.J. Green. But they lost to P.J. Walker. I'm going to just – they got run out of the building. Yeah. Against the Carolina Panthers. Superman showed up. People can get angry. Carolina Panthers ran them out of their own building. Okay, with a quarterback that was at home eating fried chicken and smoking cigars. I think he's the hell out of here. It just sounds like there's a lot of hate. I know he was eating cereal, but he was also eating chicken. It sounds like there's a lot of hate for the Red Sea. And also, Pat, the other one, I, I can't because I think every time we talk about this, Titan fans go crazy. When Key talks about how the Kansas City Chiefs looked, let's talk about how they looked. With the exception of their last game, in which Patrick Mahomes played his ass off. I hear that. But a 2017 win over the Giants, a 13-7 win over the Packers without Aaron Rodgers when Jordan Love was there. I don't, I, 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 that just, for a Titans team, I know without Derrick Henry, has won six in a row against the Chiefs, the Bills. They beat dominant teams. I just don't see how we don't put respect on their name. It, people start killing us the, for it the, out there. The, the, I the, trust the, Kansas the Chiefs. City Chiefs. I don't trust the Titans. The Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the AFC, period, period. They're the best team in the AFC. Period. So because of the, the way they played in their last game, that's the one game that makes you think they're the best team in the AFC. No, it's not the, it's not the last game. It's the four games that they won. I don't even look at the score. I look at how they won the games. I look at the perseverance. I look at all the obstacles that they have to overcome, and then they unleash on the Raiders. They are the best team in the AFC. That's why it's called Keyshawn's. Real rankings and not Jays and Allen. Well, people can still challenge your real rankings. I, you can, key, do, just because you you can do all the challenging and you want. They're You're not even giving me eye contact right now. Is this how because you feel? I don't, because when you I get don't angry, when you get frustrated, <laughs> when people challenge your status, you don't want to give them eye contact? Is this how you feel? <laughs> you seem so angry. He doesn't like to be challenged. I don't have to succumb to your uh, questions. Not even questions. Your your badgering, uh, badgering, you badgering so to speak. The the uh, <laughs> ill-advised 
words that you are using to describe my demeanor at this present moment in time to try to make the audience feel as though I am angry and I am not angry at all. I just don't want to acknowledge your presence because it's ridiculous <laughs> to what you are saying to try to agitate me. So therefore, how am I, I trying know, to agitate you? <laughs> you are because though. you because one it's of the working. things that you are doing. Oh, oh yeah. it's not working. It's, it's always one it of, always one works. of the things that he's doing. Ooh, he's great. like a, a a little brother uh, yep. that's pulling on your legs yep. and you're saying, "Get the hell away from me!" You yep. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. It's yep. annoying. <laughs> yep. He is an annoying little you know what. He's right up against you. I'm not touching you. I'm here. I get out of my. Damn All right, move, well, you bum. Those, that's Key's <laughs> rankings. The Patriots. Coming in trying to put on my seven. T-shirt. Get out of here. No, uh, this week's real t-shirts. rankings. But someone <laughs> says the Patriots ceiling is actually much higher. In fact, it could be one. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Welcome back. KJM, ESPN Radio, Alan Hahn in for Max. And yes, Mac Jones is he's got everybody buzzing, everybody talking, everybody excited. He's actually doing some talking as well. Mac Jones on WEEI has a weekly spot. And he talked about the Patriots' way and their winning formula. I mean, we're confident and we know what the formula is for, for winning the game. And um, we just have to continue to do that. We can't be satisfied with where we're at. We're not where we want to be. And we're going to continue to work every day. And this week's a quick week. And we got to be ready to go um, for the game on Thursday. Well, I can guarantee you he won't be saying that anymore. The winning formula. What was wrong with we're that? We're positive yeah. stuff. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. What's no. the issue? Bill Belichick's the issue. Bill Belichick is going to tell him after that. We won't be hearing him talk about we're confident, we have a winning formula. No, Bill will see him in the hallway and tell him, what are you, the locker room spokesperson now? <laughs> like that, watch what I tell you. You watch. I'm curious to see this. You won't. He'll be on the radio show the rest of the year <laughs> on his show, but you will not hear him utter not one of those words. You watch. Can you imagine being Mac Jones and you're like, yeah, we're confident. We're just trying to, you know, show the winning way, the Patriot way. And then you get reamed out. You're like, what did I even what say? Did I say? That's headline I, material I need to bring for Bill Belichick. Mike, Mike Reese right now, our ESPN NFL Patriots reporter. And yeah, look, I figured you'd be laughing and smiling at this one, Mike. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> are you surprised? Like, first of all, again, I, what did he say that's wrong? But he's saying he shouldn't have said that. Do you agree? Ah, uh, well, I'm going to put it in the Patriots translator, right? Because sometimes when we're out in New England with Bill Belichick, 
They say something and it might mean something else. And let me tell you what I think Mac is getting at here. After that huge win over the Browns, Bill Belichick was really stressing to the players like the formula is when we get in here on Monday and we go through the corrections of the game, put that one behind us. Let's move it forward. We scout the next team. Then we get in here on Wednesday and we have practice and we have a good practice. Then we go Thursday, Friday. And if we stay true to that formula and that process, these are the results we can have. And I think that's what Mac was getting at there because that has actually been a little bit of the theme of the week here in New England. Stay true to their process and good things can happen. Yeah, you said it unlike Mac Jones, though. <laughs> See, that, there's a difference in the New England Patriot way versus letting the world know that we've arrived, or at least we think we've arrived. See, he kind of gave the confidence thing, and I'm like, yeah, Bill going to have a small conversation with him about that. <laughs> Mike, what has allowed the Patriots, though, I guess to get on a hot streak, you want to call it, uh, recently? So, Key, they were 2-4. and four. They had that bad overtime loss to the Cowboys. And all the players were saying, we're better than a 2-4 and four team. And what they needed to do was, like, make that one or two plays that basically swing the outcome. And they feel like they've gotten better in the critical situations. Uh, fewer turnovers. Better on third down. Better on... They had two punts blocked earlier in this season. But put all that, and those are all fair, put all those to the side. It it was more of a mentality. And the captain, Matthew Slater, longest tenured player on the team, said when they were 2-4, and they all got together and they said, how are we going to dig ourselves out of this? And Matthew Slater said, hey, if you dig here, I'll dig there. We'll see where it gets us. And just by taking that approach, Slater said it showed the character of the players in the room. They never got down. They always believed in themselves, and they've got the results of the four straight wins to show for it. Mike, how different is the Mac Jones we're seeing now compared to the Mac Jones that we saw at the beginning of the year? That's a great question, Jay. And Trent Brown, the veteran offensive tackle, said yesterday when I asked him actually sort of that question, he said when Mac sort of started, he was a little bit timid in terms of the way he was leading the offense. And Trent went up to him and said, look, Mac, you're not a rookie here anymore. You can't look at yourself that way. We go as you go. And Trent Brown said he's noticed a big difference in Mac or, you know, as the season has evolved, that his command continues to grow. So I think I would start there. You know, players responding, it's tough as a rookie to come in, especially at that position and sort of be an alpha, if you will. And so that's growing. And I think you see like the accuracy and decision making that he's always had has been there. But it's just become a little bit more consistent here coming off that game against the Browns. Mike Reese, who's the ESPN Patriots reporter, joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Mike, I want you to listen to something Jeff Saturday said on this show about the Patriots ceiling this season and react to it. Take a listen. Oh, Super Bowl. I mean, listen, they're a Super Bowl. I mean, if you can play defense as well as they can play, then you have a shot, right? I mean, because Matt Jones can manage. I mean, it's not. I mean, he's played very well, but everybody's like, well, he's a rookie. But you're seeing him situationally. The kid's playing good, man. Third down and red zone, bro, he's playing lights out. So that, that's what wins in the NFL. That's what Bill Belichick knows wins. Um, and the AFC is just so wide open. That, that's the kicker is they have, they have a, you know, the AFC where everybody seems to play poorly. 
I think I, I get it, guys. I mean, I think that last point Jeff made was key. It's that the AFC is sort of wide open. And here's the thing. Like, if they play like they played against the Browns, I, can, I would say, yes, anything is possible. They just got to show that they can play that way offensively when they were outstanding on third down. Like, that was the thing that stood out to me. Max passing on third down in Sunday's win over the Browns, if they continue with that, then I would agree with Jeff that anything is possible because the ceiling is raised. That was the one piece I thought that might have been missing up to that point. Absolutely, Mike. I think when you look at this New England Patriot team and their recipe for success and the things that they know that they can do well versus the things that they do bad, they're not going to put Mac Jones in a situation to not succeed. Everything that he is doing is for success, to put this team in a better spot. And we know once you get into the tournament, at that point in time, anything can happen. I strongly believe, and I felt this way even at 2-4, and that they would turn things around and fight the Buffalo Bills for the division. Although they lost one game already to the Miami Dolphins, which kind of puts them a little bit behind the eight ball. But when you look at it, this is the type of team that the success is run the football, play solid defense, bend, don't break, and allow Mac Jones to make a handful of throws and on third down be successful that can go all the way to the Super Bowl. So, Key, a couple things. You mentioned the Bills. They have two games left against the Bills, one on Monday Night Football on ESPN and early December at home, December 26th. So everything is out in front of them. And everything you just described, I mean, how did you – don't you have the thought – like, this is the 2001 formula. Absolutely. When they won that first Super Bowl. When t- there it is. Key. Absolutely. I mean, you said it, and I'm thinking to myself, this reminds me of the 01 team with that complimentary football. Offense, defense, special teams. And, and, and so when you look at it, I've been saying the entire time that this is the best spot for Mac Jones. This gives him the opportunity to succeed. And then I throw in there young Tom Brady. But what I want to say is, Young Tom Brady, 2001, not Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm talking about early stages Tom Brady. I'm talking about 13 of 20, 200 yards and a touchdown. That's the Tom Brady that I'm talking about, and Mac Jones certainly could do that. Yeah, just make it like 16 of 20, Key, or 17 of 20. Because one thing about Mac Jones, he's had, I want to say, six of his games of 70% And Dak Prescott has the record of nine for games in which you complete 70 or more percent of your passes. And that actually has been one thing. Like, Mac's pretty efficient, shorter passes, you know. And the other point that you make that I think is so important, this spot being right for Mac, like, they've brought him along masterfully. Offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels probably deserves a mention here. Like, you watch any Patriot game, Mac comes to the sideline, And he's like shoulder to shoulder with McDaniels. And I think you look at the other four first round quarterbacks and like Mac has really benefited from coming to probably the best coaching staff in the NFL. Mike Reese, ESPN NFL Patriots reporter joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Mike, if he keeps playing this way and the Pats win the division, do you think he'll get rookie of the year? Offensive rookie of the year? Oof. So... I would have said yes, but, you know, let's see what Jamar Chase does in Cincinnati the rest of the year. And I know, you know, Jay, like usually those do go like the quarterback has an advantage. And so I would probably lean toward Mac, but that's some good competition 
out there in Cincinnati. And so between those two, maybe throw a few others in the mix. Um, I would say I'd put Mac right up near the top of the list, but it, not as decisive as I'd want to be until I know what happens the rest of the year. you mm. got to see what, where the Bengals end up, obviously, in, in the standings, because if Mac Jones leads yeah. them to a division title, that, that certainly makes the case for him. Mike, always great to catch up with you. Thanks so much. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. All right, Next thanks, time, guys. stand in front of Gillette. <laughs> <laughs> about it's getting colder and colder outside, Mike. I don't know. <laughs> Mike Reese on the Goodyear Hotline. Brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear, more driven. Keyshawn J. Will, Max, Alan Hanna in for Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. So on the Mac Jones conversation, guys, uh, Teron Matthew tweeted something very interesting about, about him mm-hmm. that I just had on my screen and now I don't, so I will find it momentarily in the meantime um here it is mac jones wasn't trendy enough for y'all first huh now y'all love him man y'all funny day in and day out y'all should be on comedy central now um what is he is is it that sounds like obviously when you get that recognition from opponents Mm -hmm. that's the ultimate respect what would motivate Teron Matthew to, to say something like that? And do you feel like that's what's starting to go around the league? That in the beginning, we all thought this was kind of funny. You know, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, him, Mac Jones, he's really going to beat out Cam Newton. I mean, you remember all the conversations we had in the, in the summer. Well, it's not funny anymore because now we're talking about the Patriots, the team that can win their division. And Jeff Saturday said they can go to the Super Bowl. You know, it, Tyron. Honey Badger probably is looking at film of opponents that the New England Patriots have played, so he's getting prepared yep. for the opponents or whatever the case may be. And he's recognizing and seeing how Mac Jones plays. When you go back to the Cam Newton situation, it's not that he wasn't beating out Cam Newton. It's more about a veteran quarterback based on what you see going into the year. A rookie quarterback, something that they've never done before, along with a veteran guy who has skins on the wall, who's healthy, that you have built a team now, and you're saying to yourself, okay, this makes more sense. But in the end, as I always say, we are not there. The coaches are there. They see everything in the classroom and on the field. And much like I continue to say, it's all about circumstances and situations. He is in the right situation, the right circumstance, and the right situation for him to be successful. His surroundings will allow him to be successful. If you took Mac Jones and you dropped him in a Detroit, you think he's going to be successful? Not a chance. Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, what they do offensively will allow him, much like Mike said, 2001 New England Patriots. They have a formula to bring people along to be successful. And this is one of the main reasons, on top of his unique skill set for that situation, right. makes him successful. It's not that he can't play football. It's just that if you put him in a different situation with incompetent people, you will not be seeing this Mac Jones. I think it's that. I think it's also the fact that, Key, I don't think people find the execution or the efficiency sexy, right? It, it, and – Honey Badger also said in that same text thread on tweet uh, on Twitter, he doesn't he don't throw sidearm or run fast, mm-hmm. so people knock him. Dude can play QB, period. It's almost a little bit like and I'm not saying look one player is in the MVP conversation for what I'm about to give this analogy, but it's kind of like Nikola Jokic, right? 
people are like, oh, he can't, he's not my MVP because they don't see, he's not doing what Steph does, the way Steph does it, or what KD does, the way KD does it. But the dude is still putting up triple doubles, yeah. and that's kind of like Matt to a degree. It's just efficiency, and he's effective, but it's not sexy for people. It doesn't jump off the page. Yes. He didn't have the throw of the pro day season, right? He didn't have moments. Well, He's not Zach guy. Wilson. That, that, he did, yeah, he didn't have moments <laughs> that guy. had people excited. But what did he do when he played in college? He won. Yeah. He a great team, and he won. Exactly. And, and so, but so with that for, in mind. But that's not for everybody, though, right, Allen? But to say the redraft and Mac Jones would go number one no, no, is, no, no, is no, insane. No, 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 it's not going like, to That's insane because of what you said, Keith. No, it's not going to happen. He, th- that's the thing we lose here. It's not happen. Some places, it's very specific to of what they need. That guy fits yes. what we do. Yes. Instead of, we're going to take him and we're going to figure out how to make it work. But you take the talent at the top of the draft. You always take the arm talent and the potential at the top of the draft. Mac Jones is an arm talent and potential. Mac Jones is fit. Here's what and I'll, his yes. fit waited till 15 where the Patriots grabbed him. Like the, the thought, I'm sorry, but, Key, the, but just because we remember the 49ers were rumored to have moved up to three yes, to get I, him. I remember. <laughs> yes. And that, that's another one of those things when you think to yourself, what if that did happen? Is he sitting behind Jimmy Garoppolo? Is he sitting there now? We put, don't know any it, of this. Put it this way. I'm glad it didn't happen for his sake, <laughs> yeah. for Mac Jones's sake. And what I was going to say is if the New England Patriots were sitting at three, it probably would have happened. But they weren't. They were sitting at 15. Okay. If the New England Patriots were sitting at two instead of New York Jets. So they still take him over everybody because of their him. specific need. They probably take him because what they needed. That's what they like. That's gutsy. If Trevor Lawrence is gone at one, Mm -hmm. and they're sitting at two or three, and they look at Justin Fields. Put it this way. They could have moved up and got Justin Fields if they wanted to. Right. They didn't. They didn't. So you're saying that, let's say, Zach Wilson was available at 15. They wouldn't have taken him? He wouldn't have, this wouldn't have happened? They couldn't have taken him and done the same thing with him? They probably wouldn't have, to be honest with you. Justin Fields wouldn't have happened. They could have went and got him. Right. They decided not so to. So you're saying that Mac Jones' success this season is only because of Mac Jones and his fit, not what the Patriots all, just took a quarterback and said, this is how you're going to play for us. All young quarterbacks is circumstances, yep. right, and surroundings. Circumstances and surroundings. If you have a good cast and a good surrounding, they're going to be fine. If you look at Rex Ryan in the New York Jets with Mark Sanchez as a puppy, they had a good surrounding cast around him. They had a great offensive they, line. Offensive and line, they game. ran the ball. Mm-hmm. They had a defense. The surroundings made him successful. The moment the surroundings went away, he started to disappear right. because then they got confident and started taking the training wheels off of him and things started going different and south with him. When you look at it with young quarterbacks, young when Peyton Manning got to the Indianapolis Colts, it wasn't because Peyton Manning wasn't good. They were, they were not good. There was nothing around them. The moment, the moment that yeah. they like put Trevor that Lawrence. around them, boom, Peyton Manning became a whole different quarterback two years later. So it's like you got to have the right situation, and Mac Jones had the right situation in college, and he's got the right situation in New England. Here's the question then. Is I mean, obviously, Mac Jones gets better because of experience. He's gonna keep getting but better. But is this really what he is? Is he all, like he's? I guess Tom Brady was this at one point, and then became Tom, Tom Brady, Brady. Tom Brady became Tom Brady as he grew. 
Does Mac Jones have that same ability? Absolutely. I'm not talking about the 10 championships and I, all I don't that mean stuff. that. No, I don't either. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about how he can yes, evolve into absolutely. a bigger play guy Abs- instead of a manager. And they're eventually going to take those training wheels off. Jared Goff had that the first couple of years. Training wheels on, turned to the sideline, looked at Sean McVay, McVay, McVay giving him some stuff. Then eventually they're like, okay, it's time to take the training wheels off. Mm-hmm. And then what? He kept fig- couldn't figure out how to ride the bike. Right. Kept falling off of it. It's just like we all got kids. We potty train our kids, right? They're ready now. Let's go and potty train. They're ready. And then all of a sudden, they decide they're not going to use the potty training method. They're going to use your floor. <laughs> it's like, well, no, they're not ready yet. <laughs> and that's the truth about the quarterbacks. It's the same thing. When they're ready, you let them go. Right. Right, but but I'm also talking about though the difference between the potential of a Trevor Lawrence versus the potential of a Mac Jones. Like maybe in year but, but, one, Mac Jones looks like he's having more success. Five years from now, if those surroundings change for Mac Jones five years from now, then he'll have to figure it out. If Trevor Lawrence's situation stays the same, then we'll be talking about Mac Jones as the best quarterback of the draft. Be part of Keyshawn J. Will Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. What's your thoughts on this? Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. The fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Sorry, Jay. I was going to say offensive rookie of the year right now. Who would you go with? Oh, Mac Jones go, or Jamar I, Chase? I would go with him. I, would. I, would I know. I know. Chase. I know. Jamar Chase has yeah, really I, I like, lit up the first half of yeah. the season. He lit up a few games. I would. I would take Mac Jones. It's few games. That. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But Jamar Chase is at the top of his peer positional group, though. At True. The top. True. And I know we value the quarterback a little bit more. Winning but matters. Well, too. I was about to say winning matters. One they team. One team. They're going one five in a row. One team is doing this. Yep. The other team is doing this. Right. Right. His impact on winning is something that that's has how we to be evaluated as well. well Thanks for like listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.